Are you like? Are you like the manager? Yeah. You you manage it. Yeah. You're like a shop manager. Yes. What, what's your title? Manager. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to this week's Too Much Time On Our Hands podcast. Also, welcome to those playing the Too Much Time On Our Hands drinking game. Drink when you hear any of the following. Mass Effect, Resident Evil 4, Leon S. Kennedy, PT, Star Wars Episode 2, 80% of Star Wars Episode 2, Illustrated Peeps. Also drink when Tom accidentally slips into Gurnalist, even though they've never actually met each other. Tom hits the table, burps or farts. Sean mentions a game not from this decade or the last. Or Dan tells everyone to not rustle the papers, then continues to rustle the papers himself. Please drink responsibly. Too much time on our hands podcast cannot take responsibility for any of the following. Loss of vision, poor judgment, death, purchasing of outdated hardware, crying at Lord of the Rings, or overanalyzing any of the alien films. Hello guys, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yes. Wow. It's that the, was amazing. It's the three of us again. Uh, it's the threesome that I, I tried to um, try to put our uh, initials into an amusing term and I realised that it's Sean. It's Tom, it's Dan, so we are STD. Hey. <laughs> um, so, um, we're going to get cracking with... shake us. You can't shake us. <laughs> Very nice. So, um, yeah, we're going to get go cracking with the news then, which is what we normally do. Uh, sorry, what I meant was... Um, news! News! Cool. Right, who wants to start? Well, go on then. You've seen, as you said, the uh, alien, overanalyzing alien. Yes. There's a new photo for the new content! Has, so, it, has everyone seen it? Yes, yes. So this is now the hour-long alien photo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's not much to see, to be honest. It's, it's a bit of a Was tease. this the ones of the things fighting or something, was it? No. What was that one? Unless there's more that I didn't know. No, this is of the um, lead female heroine actress oh, lady wow. partner friend what, um, I can't remember her name. Do you remember her name, Dan? Nope. Well, I furiously <laughs> get tapping on my iPad. Her name is Catherine Waterson. There you go. Well, there we go. Um, who I don't know. No. Um, I'm going to IMDb her right now. And her, her character name is Daniels. 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 That's Daniels. Magic. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, that is. <laughs> I'm doing that. But um, it's just a cool shot of her slumped in a corner and a creepy looking um, co- corridor on a spaceship or something. Um, I'm just bringing up to see what she, else she's been in. So, it's, it's not it's Covenant, isn't it? Catherine Waterston. Yeah, okay. Catherine Waterstonson. Okay, so she was in in, in Inherent Vice, which I haven't seen, but I own upstairs. She's in Steve Jobs, which I haven't seen, but I own upstairs. She's in Steve Jobs. She's been <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Robert and Frank, but uh, and she's in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them when that comes out as uh... well. So. So she's, you know, seems to have hit fame relatively recently. Yeah, so. yeah. Up and coming. Up and coming, yes, there we go. Up and coming. Yeah, the picture doesn't really... It's a picture of a picture, to be precise. I know. It's, um, it doesn't really... I think this is um, it looks actually... Like it's been taken on a potato. This is actually um, on the set, I think. Yeah. I think it's like a monitor, isn't it? Well, yes. I presume they're actually filming it. There, so there. Some, clearly someone brought one of their mates and just... Slowly, to <laughs> oh, no, no, because it's, it's been posted on the official oh, really? uh, Alien so, Facebook page. So. Let me describe what I see. Mm. It looks like at the end of the corridor, there's either a room or one of the back to tanks from Star Wars Empire Strikes Back, 
Crossover. Well, yes, crossover. It's kind of a semicircular hallway, and then at the end of it, like closest to the camera on the right-hand side, you can just see um, a lady in a vest, because, of course, all the ladies in the Alien universe wear vests. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. And uh, and she's got quite... It looks like she's got short hair, but she's not looking at the camera, because you will not look at the camera... (laughs) Because <laughs> it's not there. It's not there. Just move no scripts. No scripts. You want to learn the words. <laughs> oh, references. And um, and she's kind of looking wistfully off to the side. It doesn't. I mean, to be honest, it doesn't seem like it doesn't show a lot at all. Sorry, it doesn't show a lot at all. No, it, so. but there is a weird-looking what looks like a blue figure mm-hmm. sat in a chair. <gasps> In the left-hand side of the doorway, like the, like the blue figures, like the, isolation. like the working Joes. Dudes. You're never alone with a working Joe. I'm not seeing that blue figure that you're seeing. He's sat. You can only see the top of his torso and his head looking to the left-hand side think, of the doorway. I think that might be a chair or something, but yeah. I don't know. Quite possibly. I think it's a blue person in a chair. Alien Covenant sets the crew on a ship called Covenant, bound for a remote planet <laughs> on the far side of the galaxy. That world seems like an uncharted paradise, but is actually someplace much, much more dangerous. God, this shit just writes itself, doesn't it? So, <laughs> Covenant is the one that was meant to be Prometheus 2, right? Yeah, this is... Um, yeah. Yeah. I think... Do you think... Like, we spoke about this before, but is it a deliberate thing to remove itself from the Prometheus? Um, yeah. Well, I don't, I, I don't know. I thought it had changed from being Prometheus 2 to being a direct Aliens prequel. Because he, he said originally there were two more films away from being... Anywhere near anything related to Alien, weren't they? But I think they realised that they missed a massive trick. Yes. And probably that's what made 20th Century Fox go, Oh, God! Oh, fucking hell! We better bring up the prequels! You know, like, proper knee-jerk reaction to the Mm. public, who have demonstrated at every turn that we have no fucking clue what we want from day to day. (laughs) Oh, dear. Already attacking the audience. But, I mean, no, we, we, we are consumers at the same time as being... Uh, purveyors of information mm. uh, and opinion, and yeah. we should never underestimate that yeah. influence. Yeah, and I'm just going to style it out. Uh, <laughs> style it out. How we're doing? My mother-in-law. Yes. Okay. So we have seen a photo from. Uh, Alien mm. Covenant and so what's the other one that what's his face was going to do is there still the other alien from the works Blumkamp that's the one yeah um, of District 9 yes so, um, yeah no that's um, he's, he's. I think he's said he's patiently waiting for Aliens Covenant to come out mm. and then he wants to do his Aliens sequel yeah like a direct sequel to Aliens that disregards um, Alien 3 yeah so it's almost like a, an alternate universe I'm looking concerned. I am looking concerned because you don't like the idea of because actually from canon. While I while I do not while I do not think Alien Three is necessarily the best film mm. of the bunch, it's certainly not as bad as Alien Resurrection. I think it, I do. I like Alien Resurrection. I hate see. Alien I thought Alien Three felt like a bit of a return to the kind of worst place on earth. Yeah. Kind of, well, worst place on Earth. Worst place in it space. It was an interesting premise, like the idea of going yeah. to this um, penal Connolly, colony. Connolly. Uh, penal. Penal Connolly. <laughs> that's, that's another, like, James Gurner list, aren't they? Yeah. Penal Connolly. Um, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
Um, what, yeah. What, what do you mean? I don't understand that reference. Oh, you, you've not met him, have you? No. You must know who he is, though. No, no idea. No. Games journalist, games journalist. Doesn't ring a bell. Although <laughs> I have heard about terrible him. things about him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. everyone yeah. has. Yeah. He's notorious. Anyway, He's notorious. Yeah, sorry. But um, yeah, no. The the premise was interesting. It's like being trapped on a on a PM yeah. Connolly with um. I did it again yeah. with um <laughs> <laughs> with a bunch of um. You know, double Y chromo yeah. sex offenders and yeah. murderers and killers and exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, it did. I mean, I, I've got to say, I, I know that we don't want necessarily make the news turn into an aliens love fest nor an alien franchise in general love fest. But the way you know Hicks is killed off in the film, yeah, and Newt is killed off, yeah. And Bishop is discombobulated to the point of being useless. After that, Ripley is is alone again. Yeah. But I do I I like that. I like the fact that Alien Three kind of sums it all up. And and it, maybe you know before Alien Resurrection came out, it kind of summed it all up. It was the, her last stand. It was the she's never going to be free of this because the company is always going to try and use her to get hold of an alien. Yeah. Her, and everyone she loves or gets close to along the way gets killed and taken away. I don't like the way it undermines the the kind of everything that happened in Alien. So. Like you get to the end of it and you think, you know, Hicks is safe, she's safe, Newt's safe, they she, they succeeded in something, they got away, and then Alien 3's like, nah, they're all dead. No, like, there oh. was an egg on the ship. Yeah. And it was put there by the company. And you think, when? That's kind of just bullshit. <laughs> I, I, I know. <laughs> yeah. I watched it again recently and I was not impressed. I was not impressed. I, I had it in my head that I didn't mind it, and then I watched it again recently and I was like, no, I, I really hate this. I think we should move on anyway because... Um, it's not really news to so just talk about Alien 3. <laughs> it's like a 25-year-old film. Well, uh, yeah, so I've got some news that we mentioned, like, we, we've got to mention last week. Uh, a load of Star Wars Rogue One characters have been announced. Have they? Yeah. Oh, I've got to stop hitting the table. <laughs> so, <laughs> Felicity Jones, obviously, is Jenna. So, Captain Cassian Andor is Diego Luna. Who we all suspected to be Carl Katarn. Oh, it should be Carl Katarn. Uh, Jan Wen is Baze, a freelance assassin. K250, who's expected to be voiced by Alan Tudyk, is an enforcer droid who appears to have switched sides from... Tudyk? His name's Tudyk, yeah. you mean Tudyk? No, it's Tudyk. It's not Tudyk, it is. Jesus Christ. That will look we just shared. An enforcer droid who appears to have switched sides from the Empire to join the Rebels... Uh, appears yes Ooh. appears to have uh, Bodhi who's Riz Ahmed he's a rebel soldier uh, Pow who's played by someone unknown apparently a fierce warrior Chiritz is Donnie Yen a spiritual warrior Bistan is a fierce warrior as well there's a couple of fierce warriors and a spiritual warrior there <laughs> and uh, director Krennic is Ben Mendelsohn who I saw in a TV series called Bloodlines which is absolutely excellent he's the director of the Imperial Army Mm-hmm. That's of the Imperial Army. Mm, that's what's been announced so far. There's also a couple of new vehicles. The Tie Strike has been announced, which is like it's. Uh, do you guys play Tie Fighter? Do you remember no. that? Okay, so the, imagine the game. Yeah, yeah. So imagine if the imagine a Tie Interceptor, mm. but the panels on the side were kind of at the top. Like where Mickey Mouse's ears would be and pointing forward. <laughs> okay. That's what it looks like. And then yeah. there is a Rebel Starfighter, which I definitely can't explain. Um, <laughs> there's also announced an ATACT as well. Mm. But, ATACT? Uh, yeah. So All Terrain Armoured 
combat track? Cargo. Cargo. Something like that, yeah. And then they've also announced, where did I read this? Something else. A new type of stormtrooper. They have the Dark Trooper. I don't know what it's called, the Dark Trooper. I think it's called the Shadow Trooper. The Shadow Troopers. Something like that. And then they've announced the Shore Troopers as well. So what? The Shore Troopers. They, they, they... S H O R E. Ah, oh, okay. Well, that makes more sense. Yeah. So, um, sort of amphibious landing. Yes. That kind of thing. Yeah. I was imagining a sort of branding deal there. The sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. The like, yeah, yeah. Six, yeah. six on the Just back. Yeah. Naked dudes with a storm. They smell. <laughs> they smell pretty amazing. So yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, sorry. The, the death troopers are the, the, the they're not the shadow troopers. They're called so they're the not dark troopers. troopers. Not dark troopers. They're called death troopers. But all of this is shit we've already seen. It is um, Janors and it is Carl. Katar, it is Carl. Katar. But they've just got different names. They've just got different names. And I'm very excited. And I'm about also still. very excited about this. <laughs> yeah. mm. Very very excited mm. about this. What a motley crew. Yeah. Well, that's the, see, that's the thing, isn't it? Star Wars for me has always been about the ragtag mm. underdogs, mm. which is why the prequels didn't really work quite so well because it was about the the powerful um, mm. Jedi Order apparently being under. Anyway, I mean, I was siding with the Sith the whole time through that patronising mm. Jedi assholes. <laughs> Kill them all, even the kids. Yeah, even <laughs> the kids. Well, maybe not the kids. I mean, that was that that scene is still quite chilling. Yes. Out of out of a out of a out of a chillingly awful film, that is one of the one of the low points. Mm. But also, kind of brings home what Anakin did. Yes, definitely. Yes. <clears throat> anyway, right. anyone who's up next? Um, <clears throat> I think I will go with. Um, the fact that the Assembly trailer, the Assembly is that game coming out which features um, the uh, the titular Assembly, which are basically think Umbrella Corporation or something like that, have been conducting experiments, but then haven't they always? Mm. Um, and they're not apparently very nice, uh, and the secrets are about to be revealed, um, uh, and in the backdrop of that, two people, two characters are going to decide the fate of the world based on these secrets and these horrible experiments that the Assembly have been coming out. Now, it may not sound necessarily exciting, but it is a full VR game. It's an interactive VR story, lots of choice, being developed by a company called Endreams, who have just released an excellent behind-the-scenes trailer. I really advise you all watching because it's very interesting. Mm. Um, it's been developed for uh, use with the Oculus Rift, the HTC Vive, and most sadly for Microsoft, it's being developed for PlayStation VR. Well, there's it's news so on that in a bit, but yeah. Yes, which sounds to me like it's going to be a Sony exclusive on the console side of things. Um, but it's, it's quite exciting. Um, it's a big, genuine, big budget release. It's huge. And it's coming with VR support, and it's not ashamed of it. Oh, hang on, VR support. Mm. So it's not a VR-specific game. No, but it's a definitive way of playing it. Whereas Alien Isolation has Oculus Rift and VR support built into it, but you, yeah. but it's not accessible unless you use certain codes and you sort of okay. you make it accessible. The assembly is coming straight away with a, if you've got the hardware to run it, it's going to work. It's a VR. Okay. Which I think is quite cool. Can I, can I chime in there? Because I've got something that kind of jumps on. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So uh, Xbox have unofficially announced the 1.5 uh, codename Scorpio. Have you heard about this? Scorpio. Scorpio. Yeah, it's all the title. So it's uh, said to have a more powerful GPU, uh, which, if the specs are correct, apparently is slightly more powerful than the PlayStation One, which is, you know, incredibly important. 
uh, and Oculus Rift compatibility. So you should just be able to plug an Oculus Rift straight into this. Mm. And they've come out and said uh, it's a PC-like evolution, which I thought might make you smile. Yeah. yeah. Um, nice. So on top of that, they've announced a smaller uh, standard Xbox One as well. Ah, I thought this was the same thing. It's no. Not the same thing, the two separate things. Yeah. So the, the smaller Xbox One's coming out at the end of this year. We are said to be... 40 times, 40% or 40 times smaller, 40% <laughs> smaller, and uh, have a two terabyte hard drive as well. Because if there's one thing that the Xbox and PS4 don't have, it's ample space on their hard drives. They are ridiculously small for. Well, yeah. What are they? What, what are their sizes? You can get? Uh, 500 gig. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Have you seen what the Wii uses? Well, they do. <laughs> Those two gig? Yes. That's the big one. <laughs> the standard one's eight. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's less than a smartphone basically it's, it's abysmal yeah, it's... Yeah. so yeah the Xbox have officially well unofficially oh, announced I'm so, race. so pissed off do you know what the worst thing about it is what I'm totally going to buy one but I've only had the other one for like 18 months <laughs> I know but I t- here's oh I had, an, I had a thought about this because people are comparing it to... What are they going to get out of it? I don't understand what, what they think they're going to get. Because the new shiny syndrome. They're going <laughs> to yeah. get people going, oh, it's new, I need it. No, but no, but, the, no, but but if everyone stopped and thought for a minute and went... People don't think. No, no, this day and age. Stop, 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 I am saying... It's 2016. There's no everyone, time for if thinking. Ev- if everyone... <laughs> yes. We're screaming towards doom. <laughs> <laughs> we, must, we must have the next Xbox. No, but if everyone stopped... And listen to me. <laughs> like, the, the hardware that we have plays games that look excellent, that are big, that are, that are what people, the vast majority of people want at the moment. Mm-hmm. Why upgrade the hardware and make everyone shell out more money to get an upgrade when, when they're not going to even use it to push the games up? I mean, the, the, because the Oculus Rift and VR support and stuff like that is something that, you know, if you really want to do it, go and buy yourself a decent PC. It's got more life in it! But that's the, <laughs> This is going to be cheaper than a PC. Yeah, and, and I think that is probably going to be the, the key selling point, mm-hmm. isn't it? Is the VR support, because VR is, like, <sighs> so hot right now. I know, but it's still, it's still annoying that you buy a console... It's very annoying for... I, I, I totally sympathise, mm. because people were, like, saying... Um, you know, about the NX, they were like, oh god, I bet you're gutted that, you know, Wii U's only like four years old or whatever, and there's a new console coming out already, and then it's like, ha! <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like here's, here's my thought on it, because if people compare it to mobile phones, mm. so contract for a mobile phone lasts, what, at most two years, yeah, you've ripped the ears off that gummy thing, you're, just, uh, you're <laughs> well, so I'm, mad. I'm, I'm a bastard for, um, <laughs> for, you know, hurting jelly babies. <laughs> <laughs> so, and people have compared it to that. So well, every two years you upgrade your phone. Yeah, every two years you upgrade your phone. But you upgrade your phone contract as well. And you pay, what, £20, £30 a month to, to basically pay off your phone over a couple of years. Hmm. So if you really want to compare it to that, then maybe Microsoft and PlayStation have to start looking at more of a subscription service. Yeah. So you up Xbox Live, you up PlayStation Plus to 40 quid a month. And then you make the consoles like 20, this, 30 quid. That sounds hideous to me. That sounds hideous. But then I'm someone who has a pay, pay-as-you-go phone that I've had for <laughs> donkey's years that cost me £40 in the first place. But that's the only way I think they can get away with upgrading these consoles this regularly. The worst thing is I'm going to buy one. But then think about it. 40 quid, which one? 
What's 40 times 24? No, I mean which of the two Xboxes. Oh, I'll, I'll get the... I'll get the I've, I'm happy the with... The super fancy um, yeah, yeah. upgraded. Yeah. Because... 40 yeah. times 24. Yeah. That's £960. Yes. 40 quid a month? Okay, yeah. Okay, let's try Let's try something else. 25 yeah. times... Uh, <laughs> 25 <laughs> times 24 equals... That's still six hundred pounds. Yeah, so so they could get away with it if you charge twenty five pounds a month. No, I like the way you're, you're getting you're getting annoyed with a hypothetical amount that I came up with. Yeah. Dan came see, up with off the top see, of his head. No, but, to, but, but Tom, I'm not having it. Dan, that was ridiculous. So, all right, Tom, we won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, but think about it. Think yeah, about get, it get Spencer on the phone. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, three hundred and sixty pounds. What's that? That 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 is a price. That is that was oh, fucking. Hell, I didn't even remember. Fifteen times twenty four. I don't think Microsoft is ever going to be the sort of company that will accept fans paying 15 quid a month over two years to buy a console and have online support. No, that's why I said 40. But 40 ends up... It's £960. Well, does it... Say, it does that matter? Does, does it, it say anywhere how much this thing costs? Grand. No, the belief is it's going to be around the $400 mark. Which is dollars. Yeah. For the, the upgraded one, that's yeah. not bad. No. no, do you know? Do you know what? Most Still of the, most of the technology in that is going to be the same as the stuff in mm-hmm. my Xbox One, apart yep. from the GPU. Do you know what? They can they can take what my Xbox One is worth in mm-hmm. hardware at the moment. They can take a look at what the um, new Xbox Scorpio is worth mm-hmm. at the moment. They can fucking put the new bits in the old one, and they can bill me for the difference. Do you know what? I think that's how they win the console wars, though. If they can just say you spend a hundred pounds to upgrade your current yeah, Xbox, send it in. Yeah, we'll send you the new one back. Yeah, they'll never do it though. They'll never do it, but they, God, that would make Sony shit themselves, wouldn't it? Yeah, if Microsoft did that, because they, they I mean, I, I am going to be one of the crowd of people who will be pissed off that there is a new one coming. Everyone will be pissed off about it as they're buying them. I'm not going to buy it. Mm. I, I absolutely refuse. Unless, of course, they do work out some sort of deal where I can pay eighty quid or a hundred quid and. You know, if, if if I if I find out the game is doing a good trading deal, yeah. where I take my old Xbox One down, they wipe it, yeah. the military wipe it, get all my details off it, and I can just upgrade for like an eighty quid or twelve, you know, one hundred twenty quid or something like that. Mm. But I'd probably do it. But yeah. there's no way on God's earth I'm going out and spending on for hardware I already have. So say it comes with Oculus Rift support, right? So three four hundred dollars is what three hundred quid. I still have to pay for the Oculus Rift. For an Oculus exactly. Rift. Yes. <laughs> To be honest, though, usually when people say it's going to cost four hundred dollars, it tends to and then come out at four hundred quid. Do you know what I mean? It always seems to be one on one, even though the extension. God, my my okay. I quit smoking at the end of last week, and it was because my heart was going a bit Mm. funny, and I was getting (laughs) flutters and stuff like that. I've quit smoking for a week, and all week I haven't had heart flutters. This has got me so angry that my heart was doing the thing it was doing at the end of last week, which was kind of every now and then I just get this kind of what feels like a dry squeeze. I'm incensed with this sort of stuff. It absolutely drives me up the wall. It's just, it's, it's uh, you know, technology, as we all know, is commoditized, and this is the worst side of it, where people just go, I think we could probably upgrade it now. Here's just him. enough, Here's like the they problem. do with the iPhones. Do, do you know that one of the biggest differences between the, um, the iPad Mini 1 and the mm-hmm. iPad Mini 2 is not so, is not so much anything hardware-wise or storage-wise, it was the thermal coolant liquid that they used mm. between the <laughs> processor was more efficient. <laughs> That was it. That was one of the big <laughs> upgrades. But they uh, still charged like £100 more for the new version 
It's they, they throw in a camera that they've had sitting around exactly. for the last three years. Exactly. <laughs> ridiculous. That's just slightly better than the last one they've used. Ridiculous. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't disagree with you. I also think that in this market, Microsoft can't not do it. No, I know they can't because Sony have already said we're going to this do it. This is the problem. This yeah. is like an arms race now, yeah. isn't it? It's, uh... Microsoft are always so fucking... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> They're always so terrified of feeling like they're being left behind everyone always slags off the sort of monolithic look of mm. the Xbox One but actually I look at it underneath everything and I think you know that looks robust that looks like if I dropped it it would do more damage to the floor than to it you know to itself I always I think that I look at the PlayStation that I've got upstairs and I kind of think it, look, it looks a bit flimsy it, it feels a bit flimsy yeah. when I'm holding it Microsoft should not should, should stop now they, they, should, they should have a bit more guts and go we've got our hardcore they should perhaps maybe get some sort of Nintendo's mentality. They should potentially go, we've got a good luck bunch no. of games here. We've got some good hardware that's... No, 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 no. They'd never, you could, that could never happen. No, but I'm saying, I, know, I know I'm saying it could never happen, but I'm saying I think they should. <clears throat> no, because they've got nothing, they've got nothing of their own. Hmm. You know, no, 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 I'm not saying I'm not saying become like Nintendo and God forbid. I, what I'm saying <laughs> is um, <laughs> literally what you just said. No, what I'm saying is take a leaf out of Nintendo's book in the sense that they go, this is what we're fo- this console is what we're focusing yes, on right now. My point is Nintendo can do that because they've got all their own IPs, all their own games, and all their own little fan base, and they can exist in their own little. Secular. But Xbox Scorpion is not going to be a Scorpion. Xbox not gonna... can't. They are in this arms race to the end hmm. with PlayStation because they're both aggressively attacking the same market well they're total cocks and they need to stop <laughs> it's capitalism though isn't it if they, they th- well uh, don't you bring you know, my arguments I, I, into this argument I agree sure. with you because I'm also old and cantankerous <laughs> and, and tight but there are lots of people who are just who get so excited about the latest thing they only exist for the, the next exciting thing that's coming out and they'll be you know absolutely quaking in the boots like desperate to find out what this new console does and how it looks and how it plays and they just can't wait to see it people love it when mm. the new console's coming out I don't because I'm like you you know I, I'm quite happy with what I've got and I want that to exist for as long as possible and then just make more games that I can enjoy on it yeah. it's just frustrating but you know I mean, young stop ruining are... Halo I need <laughs> in fact that should have been on the list um, I, I need um, a higher powered console to play Super Hot and Shovel Knight with though so I'm joking I'm never going to anyway other news who wants to go next um, what have we got we've got the um the mighty number nine trailer. Oh yes, I saw it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I saw it courtesy of you actually because you posted it up. Yeah, it's um, a throwback to the Tom. Do you, you know about the mighty number nine before I start before going into this? Mm-hmm. Mighty mighty number nine. It's a video game. <laughs> um, I I think you've spoken about it before, have I? Yes. It's quite exciting. I mean, it was um, a Kickstarter. It was um, mm-hmm. by. Keiji Inafune, yes, who yes, is yes. the creator of Mega Man, and yes, wanted to create a spiritual successor. Sorry, I'm just talking to, over to you to now. The, to the, I'm, I should stop to talking. The, yeah. To the... <laughs> it's a spiritual successor to the Mega Man uh, franchise, and um, it's a real sort of throwback to that kind of gaming, just simple 2D, side, uh, side-scrolling, yeah. shooting, action, platforming type thing. Um, it did incredibly well on Kickstarter, but since then its reputation has 
waned and people's excitement has massively waned because there's just been multiple delays like just constant delays it's going to be out now it's going to be out now blah 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 blah. and it's just been pushed back it's finally due out it's due out in June coming out people's the last shred of people's (laughs) excitement has just been eroded away because they released a trailer for it Mm. that was supposed to be a sort of humorous throwback to 90s video game adverts Mm. and it's got this very cheesy voiceover of this American guy and he says things like it it kind of goes through the game and it talks about what you can do in the game and how you can dash and you can do combos and you can combo on combo but then it throws in these really daft supposed to be funny lines like uh, it will make the bad guys cry like an anime fan on prom night <laughs> which is for a game like this probably not the best audience to go attacking yeah imagine quite a lot of the people who dig sort of mighty number no. nine are probably into anime yeah yeah and it was just it was not funny it just it was a bit ridiculous um and even um one of the devs <laughs> tweeted uh, this is uh, Takuya Aizu from um, Inti Create. Uh, they made me do it. <laughs> Inti Creates. No, 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 this is the developer. The person who, the people who made the trailer were the um, publisher, Deep Silver. Um, <laughs> now this, this, the dev has um, <laughs> responded to it saying, what the hell was that Deep, Deep Silver thinking making a crappy PV like this unforgivable? <laughs> That's the dev saying that to the uh, people. It's, I, you know, in my personal opinion, I quite liked aspects of the of the trailer. Yeah. I liked the fact that it shows constant gameplay. It's showing you gameplay. It's showing you what you can do in the game. It's telling you about the gameplay, saying mm. this is a move you can do in the game. This is something you can do in the game. This is something. You... At no point in the trailer do you get the little. Uh, asterisk at the bottom that says not actual game footage mm. so to me a little bit of it was quite refreshing even though it is a very badly made and put together trailer and it doesn't help that the game despite how long it's been in development looks pretty shitty it you does look, look shitty like the gra- it graphics look like really pre- presentation terrible. it looks yeah. rough so I don't know why they've slacked off because the worst thing is it's you know I don't. I don't need good graphics, but I do like a good, strong art style. Yeah. Like if it works, it works, and it just looks great. This looks shitty. It's but, a real shame. Uh, but then I'm still excited for the game. I'm still going to buy it, go out yeah. and buy the game because I like that kind of game, and I yeah. think it still will be good. It's got a good heritage, and I don't know. I'm still excited yeah. despite everything. Yeah. It sucks. I'm actually looking at their news site here, going, "Hi, Mighties, as of this week." Um, you know all of our backers who are eligible for a digital copy should have received their you know it's like, oh, for the love of god please please, 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 please don't go uh, platform survey first of all we're very sorry for the trouble our backers experienced with the survey it looks to me like a catalogue of oh it, errors. it has been it really has uh, been a massive catalogue of errors I seem to have spat all over my phone that's not very nice I mean people were calling it like mighty number nine times delayed <laughs> well, it's, I mean, to be honest, it's the sort of thing that uh, Duke Nukem Forever quite rightly suffered from, which was Duke Nukem Never. Duke Nukem, <laughs> you know. And this is the problem. By the time it comes out, people are already <laughs> ready to shit on it, aren't they? Yeah. Because, yeah. 
you know, you think if you spend that long, it better be damn good. Yes. So, can I can I chime in? Of course. Okay. With some other delayed game news. Yep. No Man's Sky has been put back. Okay. Again. Okay. So this was the incredibly ambitious indie game that was meant to say that no two players will have the same experience. You'll go to different planets. Yeah, it's like procedurally generated um, galaxies, basically, isn't it? Where you go to different planets, they've got different ecosystems and aliens and everything is completely procedurally generated. It's the the game that I think every sci-fi gamer has been after since they knew what games were, that there are TV shows set in space uh, and just the idea of just exploring a galaxy. It's, it's, It's a game that I think everyone's wanted for a long, long time. Now, it's been delayed again. So what I'm going to say is, this game better be good. This is the, my yeah. worry with games like that. Yeah. When you do away with um, level design, when you yeah. do away with progression, when you yeah. do away with um, you know pacing and all that kind of mm. stuff, you say no two people's experience can be the same. Well, then someone might have a really good experience and someone might have a really boring shit experience. Mm. That's my worry with these kind of procedures. I, I, I'm always slightly turned off by the whole procedurally generated thing. My worry is mm. this delay hasn't been done for anything like <clears throat> um, anything to do with the game. I mm. think the game works. What I think is happening now is that they've gotten greedy or they've made an arrangement, arrangement with someone mm. to, uh, you know, to get it out on some other platform. And actually what they're doing now is they're just trying to make it barely stable enough to launch mm. that's what they're doing they're, they're delaying it because they're like we couldn't get this out you know it, it, it'll work but only on a few machines right we've got to spend a bit more time just getting it barely stable enough that it'll work mm. on enough platforms is it on consoles enough configurations um, you know and, and so it works and sadly that's that's the thing it's, it's what I say it's one of my biggest bugbears is games that are incomplete but the point is that a lot of them have been rushed to completion mm. and the final months are spent desperately trying to make everything patch enough holes so that it's stable on enough systems that it can be released mm. you know barely working that's, my, my concern is that it's for what they've promised it's not that it's not this big expansive universe that you can just explore the kind of thing that I hoped to get when I played Elite when I was younger my, my concern is that it, it's it's going to be disappointing now. And I think the longer they delay it, and I, I'm generally a fan of delaying games, as we've discussed, mm. I'd rather have finished products a year. Yeah. In the, okay. than Was it a good uh, delayed game is forever bad? Uh, no, sorry, a rushed game is forever bad, a delayed game is eventually good. Yes. You get yes. Me most. <laughs> yeah, so... But there's also this question to yeah. raise, and, and 10 points for the person who gets it right. Mm. In the last decade, yeah. there was a game massively hyped that was uh, the trailers made it look fantastic, that it was going to be a sort of a cooperative and impressive um, environment similar to its source material yeah. that was released and it turned out that the trailers and everything that had come out before were a colossal lie. Oh, you're talking about Watch Dogs? Nope. Rage? Nope. Okay. Is this an exercise in how many games can we list that all fit? No, no this, <laughs> yeah, this, yeah. Is, this, is, <laughs> this is specifically the one that I'm talking about that, that caused... The developers to have to um, admit that they'd mes- misled the public 
even though it may not have, in inverted commas, been their intention to do so. Uh, Dark Souls 2 did that, actually, as well. They um, showed off some amazing graphics. Ah, uh, but I'm talking uh, about source material. I said oh, okay. source material. So something that was inspired by something. Okay, if I'll give you even more hints. Um, Colonial Marines. Colonial Marines. Yeah. Bang on. Yeah. Now, everything we've been told about that game up till the point it was released was that it was going to be, it was going to be able to put you in the position of a procedurally generated sort of colony. The multiplayer would see you and four friends as Marines trying desperately to survive against hordes of aliens trying to attack you and stuff like that. Nothing mm. like that happened. Mm. Nothing like that happened in the single player game. Nothing that yeah. they said happened, was going to happen actually happened in the end. It was a colossal lie. Um, and it was, it was rushed out. The, it, you know, it, everything was wrong with it. Um, the risk is, of course, that something like this has been hyped and hyped and hyped and hyped and hyped. Um, and the developers have got to a point where they're so convinced that even though in the back of their mind they may be aware that they haven't actually been able to deliver on anything they've said, they've probably got to that point where they're just so desperate to get it out and not worry about it anymore that they're like, oh yeah, it sort of does it. It's, I mean, it's sort of procedural. It's, you know, it's like, oh it's, yeah, that, that was new. I mean, that's the same, I, I've had exactly the same thing as you and I've seen the same planet. You know what, they'll have cut a few corners, I guess. Maybe. I've seen, um, they've had like working mm. demos of this for a long time, haven't they? But have we ever seen it do anything else apart from well, this shoot is, into space or land on a planet and then this maybe is some my dinosaurs. point though I don't understand what more there is <laughs> yeah. to the game yeah that is that's, that's what they're building the game as that's is it going to be saying. really boring really boring yeah. that's, that's why I kind of suspect that's why I'm not really that bothered about it but I, mean, I am if it does what I want it to what do you want it to I want to go to a planet and I want to be uh, Mate. I want to make love to an alien I, was I mean say, that's what I obviously you, what I want <laughs> Uh, so a green, green three-seated alien. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm. No, <laughs> what I want, I want to be attacked by. I want some kind of uniform, which it's not going to give me. I know it's not going to give me the the idea of like a system that's run by an overlord or something like that that we see in sci-fi shows. Or it's not going to give me. No, it's characters. Be, it's they're literally just like not even um, what's the word like conscious. Um, they're just like little alien yeah. mammals, aren't they? They're yeah. not kind of sentient species, I yes. think. You don't have to talk to them or anything. No. I think it's just like an exploration really, game. I think it's going to be really boring. I think it's going to be really boring. I think it's going to be boring. I don't think any... I don't think... Unless you have a tightly scripted experience, you're never going to get what you yeah. want out of a game like this. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately... They seem to have missed the missed the trick with that. They they think it... Well, you know, I mean... Love, I'm sorry, what, that what, stuff, what, what... Yeah, but what does this do that elite... Back in the that was my that's my thought as well. 80, no, 80s. Yeah. You know, what, what, what does it do that, that, that this didn't? That's my thing to say a game from the 80s <laughs> is better than everything. Yeah, all right. Was. So maybe there's some copyright infringement that we need to sort <laughs> out here. But, but aside from that, it, it is, you know, it's a, it's a very valid point. And if you'd said it, I would be applauding you. But I said <laughs> it, so applaud you'd be laughing at me for yeah. saying a game on the, the Super 80s, Nintendo Sean. was. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Super Nintendo is the pinnacle of development. <laughs> ah, I scoff at you and your 16-bit mm. tomfoolery. Cool. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm done. News! With... Yeah, more news! More news. More news. Anyone got me? Uh, yeah, I've got a few more bits. What, what, should we do? what time are we on? Uh, we've got more time. 20 minutes. Cool. Oh, right, cool. So I, I don't have to necessarily zip through these. No. Um, 
I'm going to do two stories in one because that's kind of hip off the wall crazy kind of yeah. guy that I am. Yeah. Uh, first one, very quick, just a matter of fact. Total War Warhammer. Yeah. Fastest selling franchise in history. Wow. Really? Yeah. Fastest selling. Wow. He's desperate to try and get in with those cool yeah, kids, I know. isn't he? Do you know what's crazy? What? Games Workshop have killed off Warhammer. Yes. In their like tabletop game, yeah. as in. Yeah. Tom's not bothered about that. But nope. do you not find that <laughs> couldn't give a shit? Do you not find that odd though? You know, just as like a from a business perspective, you know, there's a massive game coming out I, about I th- Warhammer that people might I get really excited about and think, oh, I'm gonna take up this developers of Total War Warhammer paid a fortune to buy the license rights for everything in Warhammer to make this game. I think the company that made Warhammer could not give two fucks if the expensive board game that doesn't sell to many people goes down the pan. Maybe. They've obviously got other um, IPs that they can rely on for the time being anyway. And who knows, if if this comes back, they'll bring it back. Just because they've got rid of it once doesn't mean they're going to not... It's a big old shift, trust me, with these kind of things. When you change the rule book, all the figures, and like the size of the bases and everything watch, they've done... You watch, it'll come back. Well. If they're, they're, not gonna, they're not going to bring it back. No. They'll be renewed. I wonder if they're, 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 they're kicking themselves, like, thinking, yeah. shit, suddenly that, that everyone one, likes big battles now, and they want, you know... <laughs> that one guy who burnt his entire Warhammer collection would be very upset if they brought it back. So. <laughs> Did that really happen? <laughs> yeah, there's a YouTube video of it. Was it like the pyre scene in um, you know, Star at the end of Star Wars? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not quite as dramatic as no. that, but yeah, it's still very funny. Burning his like three thousand point elves army. <laughs> that sounds a bit melodramatic to mm. me. Yeah, that's probably yeah. fairly accurate. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, Total War, by yeah. from what I understand, is very good. Yeah, yeah. No, it's getting really good reviews. Mm. Um, I hope to be able to play it at some point. Well, when I get a decent enough PC. Exactly, there you go. Mm. That's all you've got to do. Also, just because I really enjoy it, um, Dishonored, yeah. it's getting comics and novels. I heard that, yes. Mm. Uh, apparently, there's not really too much to go on right now. What I did manage to um, uh, squeeze out of my source yeah. uh, was that they You slipped into Gurdalist there, just saying. Not that you know him. No, not that I know him at all. Yeah. I just, yeah. um, the, uh, it reveals a bit more about um, Corvo and Emily. In general, I, what I've seen of Dishonored Two, I really like the style of it. Uh, me it's, too. It's uh, I'm gorgeous. A, I'm a big fan. Can't wait. Mm. It's one of those games I will buy um, on release day. Cool. Sure. Uh, yeah. So that's that story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to say? No. No. Okay. Have you heard of the um, Shadow of Eternal Kickstarter project? Failed Kickstarter project. Is that um, Louise Werner? Not Louise Werner. Louise from Eternal and the other three girls that were in Eternal. The 90s girl band, Eternal. No. They're trying to... Put... <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting to see how far you'd go with that. Oh, that's but, mean. But no, no. <laughs> I do miss Louise Nerding. Louise Nerding, that's one. Louise Redknapp. Louise Redknapp now. Oh, yeah, me and Jamie. Oh, we're off to Corfu for the holidays. <laughs> Shut up, Louise. <laughs> he doesn't do it like that. No, he doesn't do it like that. <laughs> Topical. <laughs> Shadow of the Eternals was a failed Kickstarter project that was basically a spiritual successor to the um, GameCube classic Eternal Darkness. Ah, which I believe you're a fan of. Right, you told to use Requiem. Indeed, I am. Yes, uh, Silicon Knights is the yes. company. So it's the former boss, uh, Dennis Diak. If that's how you pronounce his name, I'm not entirely sure it is. Um, the game, which was thought to be dead, is now back, and they've released a trailer. Um, or two trailers for it, um, with the well, with the promise that it's being worked on and it's um, it's still going to be coming out apparently. So 
they launched a Kickstarter campaign, which is a very good thing to do. Like it's a barometer, isn't it? It's a very good barometer of public interest. They realised that there was none. He blames, the guy um, has said in his own podcast, he's blamed a couple of um, journalistic... um, Journalistic, what you well, websites basically for shitting on his project and killing momentum. He's blamed unethical journalism. Right. Specifically, he named Kotaku and the YouTuber Jim Sterling. Is he the guy that sued Jim Sterling? I don't know. Or tried to, or said he was going to sue Jim Sterling for basically giving a bad review. Of, of oh no, I don't. I don't know. I think that no. was something else. Um, but no, I, effectively, I don't, I don't know the full story of what happened with For Tarka people who want to play day, a good horror game that fucks with you, yeah. uh, you, do you have it at home? I don't, I've always wanted to play it, I've never played it. it, it a game that messes with you mm. so well, um, to the point where it breaks the fourth wall and makes you think that it's deleting your save games or turning the volume up yeah. and down or bugs start running across your screen or something like that. Just really weird, mind-bending things. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm, this is probably one of those things where, I, even though I'm quite a fan of people remastering games that deserve it, I think making a making a sequel or a spiritual successor to a game that was already very good at what it did is just a. I just think it's a big misstep. And really? I think, I think the public. I think the public spoke. I knew about the Kickstarter, and I'm a big fan of the first game, and it didn't excite me. The prospect of a spiritual successor to it because I think well it's been done and it's been done it, it was it was one really of those good where that kind of trick that you're talking about mm. the whole kind of messing with you and breaking the fourth wall and stuff that was so unique and revolutionary back mm. then because also um, uh, the original Metal Gear Solid did it as well and Metal Gear Solid you? 2 had interesting moments in it where you were just completely freaked out because the game kind of turned to you and said I don't know there was that bit where um Psychomantis starts like messing your screen comes up and it says Hideo in yeah. the top right corner yeah. it looks like the old video logo Yes, and you think what does happen to my game why is my game broken yeah and he starts talking and then, about your save files yeah he starts talking about your save file and like, you have to switch controller ports yeah um, and there was some creepy bits in Metal Gear Solid 2 as well where um, it all starts going wrong and the screen starts flickering and stuff and it all goes weird Superhot does that as well Super hot, does oh, it? Yes. Which is once again one of his famous. But they've got this trailer for <laughs> Shadows of the Eternals. Hot. It's um, Magad as it got <laughs> terrible voice acting. Yeah. Um, it's got. Oh, it's, you'll have to watch it, but it's, it is really, really bad. Yes. Really bad. I can imagine it is. Which, if that hasn't, I'm just imagining it. Imagine it. Yes, it's about as bad as I imagined it. It is. It's that bad. Yeah. Um, which we actually we should probably um, bring up some of our um, yes yeah, we, we, we always say we're going to read this out of the pod and then we never do <laughs> so we're going to start doing this weekly uh, on Wednesday <laughs> usually uh, and what we, we decided this week we're going to have a topic um, of the week and we're going to list our our choices for the topic of the week uh, and then we're going to ask you your opinion on the topic of the week that I've just said three times now. So this week's topic... <laughs> topic of the week. This week's topic is... <laughs> bad voicing acting in video games. Mm-hmm. So do we want to go through ours quickly then, before we go through the other ones? So... Sean, do you want to start? Oh, okay. Mine was... Um, I think I've spoken about it on the podcast before, but essentially mine is Skyrim. Mm-hmm. I basically was completely turned off by Skyrim 
um, when I infiltrated this vampire lord's lair. Okay, it had been setting up to it. It had been building up to this moment where all these villagers had gone missing, and they'd um, the remaining ones had kind of hired me to go and seek out this vampire lord. And so I sneak down into this cave. My character was like this sneaky wood elf type thing, and I used to, I had this bow and arrow, and I like to kind of hide in the shadows, keep in like sneak mode, and pick off things from a distance. Anyway, I, I get to this vampire lord's lair. He's sitting at the end of this long table, and I take my bow and arrow and I point it directly at his face <laughs> and fire it from the shadows. Um, dying, it literally sticks in his head. And he and he basically shouts in the broadest Southern American accent I've ever heard. He goes, "I know you're there!" <laughs> oh my god! And after that, I, I just could not play the game. I don't know why. I have a thing about like bad accents in fantasy, and it just completely killed my enjoyment of that game. Yes. Okay. So mine was Far Cry Two, um, which has the most wooden voice acting in any game I've ever seen. So you'd go up to people that have just had their houses burned down and they would be very monosyllabic and they would just say, you need to go get him. He's just burnt my house down. And they wouldn't be very bothered about it. Um, I actually put it here a lot better, so I'll just read that instead. <laughs> Far Cry 2's voice actors sound like an anonymous broadcast with little scope to general, the general severity of the situation. Between the lack of passion and the cold dead gaze of everyone I spoke to, came to the conclusion that no one really cares about houses burning down or their family being <coughs> kidnapped. Maybe they're robots. I think they're robots. At that point, it became a very different game. <laughs> Far Cry 2 is a really good game, but the voice acting in it is just terrible. So, Tom, you're next. I, I'd agree with that. Hmm. I don't actually know what I wrote. Do we have it on there? <laughs> <laughs> I just wrote any old bollocks, really. <laughs> this, this is going to involve some editing. I, I don't know what I wrote. I don't know what I wrote. Okay, so yours is Rise of the Tomb Raider. Ah. <clears throat> Got our phones there. So mine is Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh, and uh, like Dan, I'm just going to sort of read uh, in a sort of a short way. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. There's a great bit in the game where the voice actors were undoubtedly told uh, that they were uh, their characters were on a, a, a windswept, and we're talking about gale-swept mountainside, um, and uh, that they should shout their lines. So... Well, unfortunately, what you get though is uh, the sound engineers were obviously messing with these uh, these voice actors because the wind noise turns out to be quieter than a mouse's fart. And what you do is have these uh, have the other characters shouting their lines um, <laughs> louder and louder over what sounds like a gentle summer's breeze. Um, and I also want to pick out this in stark contrast to the voice actress uh, who's playing Lara. Um, obviously. You know, she's been told, you know, Lara's like having to come to terms with having killed people and things like that. You've got to be really emotional. But after the fifth or sixth time that she stove someone's head in to then start breaking down again, um, it just it just did my head in <laughs> after a while. And hearing her tearfully um, warble her way through lines was just, it became very unconvincing, especially as her body count reaches something like two to three hundred people by the end of it. And she's still going on about not being able to believe that she's made... She's done these things. I did things. Anyway, that's it. <laughs> right, so Thanks the other ones. <laughs> um, we've got Linus in reverse. Oh, this is my good buddy, Suno. Yeah, do you want to read out? Then? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, he says um, his worst voice acting in video games is from Tenchu Stealth Assassins, which was on the PlayStation 1. 
Uh, he says, the first mission ends in a showdown with a corrupt merchant's bodyguard exclaiming, looks like you picked the wrong party to crash. <laughs> Far from rendering the game unplayable, though, this is the cream of bad voice acting across the game, awarding it so bad it's good status, alongside dodgy enemy AI and some peculiar mechanics just serve to make the game more fun in its own specific way. They even pay homage to it in the, in the quoted line in a later PS2 game, which serves as the semi-reboot to the franchise throwing in a similar mission so we can hear the ropey line in mildly clearer audio a generation later. Sinnoh's <laughs> <laughs> got crazy good um, knowledge on stuff like that. But, yeah, uh, good answer, Sinnoh. Thank you. Thank you, Sinnoh. Thank you, Sinnoh. Uh, Paul Edge on Twitter wrote, uh, Bill Nighy is simultaneously good and bad in Elder Scrolls Online. The acting is okay, but I know it's Bill Nighy, so it's jarring. <laughs> sort That's of, so excellent. It sort of put you off. Uh, Patrick Stewart was the same in Oblivion. Oh. The acting is okay, but they're too famous a voice to pull it off. Yeah. I think that's fair enough. Yeah. And he was a troll. Patrick Stewart was awful in that as yeah, well. So like, as, soon as, he, as soon as you suddenly go, oh my god, that's Patrick Stewart. Like Liam Neeson in, in gets killed. Fallout 3 yeah, as well. Yeah. Oh, oh, but Patrick. Oh. <laughs> that actually is alright didn't I see someone um, someone referenced Resident, the first Resident Evil as well no, yeah oh someone did who someone did I can't remember where I saw it but no, they, they said the whole kind of don't open that door oh yes <laughs> what are you <laughs> <laughs> Mike the best line in that is that you were almost a Jill sandwich oh my god it doesn't get any better in the Resident Evil franchise either. I have a PhD in medicine woman there's um, <laughs> in Resident Evil Revelations which is like a massive update from the first game and it looks all polished and stuff but it still has a really shitty voice it does, yeah. and it's got this really funny line where there's this um, you know what we've talked about sex and video games before and female characters in, in franchises like Resident Evil my god yeah. but there's a, this character called Rebecca who basically has like half a trouser on yeah just like one one leg and um, oh, she was it her it might have been a different character actually but she basically uh, Chris Redfield's getting attacked and he like calls out to help, for, to help her, and she says, "Hang on, me and my sweet ass will be over there in a minute." <laughs> <laughs> Who says that? It's like while I'm being more to death by zombies. If you could just sashay over yeah. to me, <laughs> like me and my sweet ass. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like they've obviously heard. Like oh, I don't know. Anyway, I, I I did post this to to Reddit as well yeah. to see if you got any responses oh, yes. on there. We had a few answers on. Fuck Reddit. off, dickhead. Yeah, mainly. <laughs> Someone said, uh, Kate in Fallout 4 sounds incredibly forced and ruins the immersion for me. Who's Kate in Fallout 4? C A I T. Ah, uh, oh, Kate. Is she the Irish one? Oh, oh yes, oh, yeah, I've yeah. seen that. I've seen that in a playthrough. That yeah. was really bad. Yeah. <laughs> Um, someone said I might get hit with the downvote train but for me it was The Witcher 3 Ooh. it was the first of the series I have played and I didn't get very far because I couldn't stand Geralt's voice I get it, it. you're a badass so like the um, the Batman yeah. problem yeah. <laughs> it's a bit rough yes <laughs> oh and then someone you're gonna fucking love this uh, someone said male Shep in Mass Effect was far worse in my humble opinion it was worse than was Femme pretty, Shep it was pretty awful yeah it was yeah, yeah. but that's because Jennifer Hale is it's so good superb yeah and, but he he's, and don't he's, worry Ashley I'll get your nugs out later <laughs> exactly <laughs> when he's getting on women it's worse because yeah. they the animation kind of doesn't really fit yeah. cause he, so he just does this oh, yeah. I love you Charlie yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. just nods his head yeah. Yeah. what are you looking at on the ceiling <laughs> <laughs> what is going on like Charlie, I love you. Yes. 
I, I'm looking you're, right at you. You're lucky you're the first human spectre because you're shit at hanging on women. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, someone said, agreed with you, everyone in Firecraft 2 sounded like they were all hyped up on cocaine 27. <laughs> but they just sounded more ketamine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, the jackal though, like the jackal is in that first cutscene that he's in, literally talks like this. That's three, isn't it? Though, no, the jackal's in Far Cry Two. I thought Jackal. No, Far Cry Three is Bass. That's right. Far Cry yeah. Four is Pagan Min. Yeah, who's, um, who's the best one? I, I I prefer Bass, but Pagan Min is pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, but I was going to say like. Um, in that first cutscene with the jackal, he's like, and then you come into the and then you come into the country to try and kill me. But now you're the yes. one who's sick, and you're the one who's got malaria. But I'm the one who's going to go over there with a with a yeah. bag full of diamonds. And so you're just like, whoa! There's no commas in what they're just, reading at yeah, all. Just, is whoa, <laughs> just... calm down, my friend. Unless, of course, they've done that thing like they do on YouTube um, videos, like people like uh, Jenna Marbles do, mm. which is they move remove all the gaps. So it kind of they look like they're jumping yes. from sort of scene to scene, like getting close to the camera. And they they removed all the air. Thing. Doesn't work in that. Way. <laughs> no, it doesn't, does it? Because the voice. But then then imagine the guy animating the mouth to move in the same speed yeah. as this. And you're the one with the arrow. The whole time <laughs> they're not breaking eye contact no. as well. So. And I, do you know, and this is the thing. This is what I said. Um, I think of ages ago on a podcast. It's like with the West Wing and stuff like that. No one on the planet talks like that. No, no one on the planet doesn't talk without going. Um, or so I was. I was just kind of like walking here and on my way. No one just says things like they do mm. on a script. That's why when people are putting themselves under pressure to try and emulate characters they see in films, they're never going to come off as smart as them because they <laughs> don't talk like that. People don't talk like that in real life. No. Even politicians don't. If you watch someone talking, they ne- they stop for breath, mm. they swallow their own spit, they choke on their own, you know, spit bubbles and things like that. It just, <laughs> it just happens. Okay. Anymore? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I quit smoking a week ago. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, we just had a few more. Someone else agreed with me. They said the incredibly fake accents ruined Skyrim for me more than anything. Is that um, Sean spelt with? No. This is, this, way, is uh, <laughs> this is Death Two Pants. Oh, fair enough. Um, and he says, play, you, uh, "Played around with the German version, and it's so much better." Really? There you go. So apparently, if you make Scott turn the uh, German audio on in Skyrim, it sounds better. Wow! I can, all, I can probably understand. They're that. all trying like, to be. They're all doing sort of Austrian accents anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah, like the Nords and stuff. That would sound quite good in German. Well, you're being careful. Yeah, I was a bit concerned where you're going. Oh, with that. Are we going to start doing Nazi? Yeah, yeah. I mentioned the war, but I think I mentioned it. Once, <laughs> I think you got away with it. <laughs> they're they're yeah. Austrians. They're like they're like Arnold Schwarzenegger's voice. And then uh, there's a bunch of... I won't talk about all the rest because they're all um, JRPGs. Oh, they're all JRPGs. You won't care. Nope. (laughs) Moving on. Thank you very much for uh, for taking part in our... Yeah, thank you for that. Thank you. Thanks for that. That was good. I enjoyed that. So, any more news? Because I've got a little bit more. News! No, you go for... Okay, so how much time we got? None time. None time. Okay, so I'm going to rattle through all of it except for the last one, which I want to spend a little bit of time on. Okay, so Purge Anarchy is going to be released on July 4th. Has everyone seen anyone seen any of the Purge films? I've seen the first one. Okay, watch the second one. Yeah. It is one of the better action films I've seen in a very long time. The guy in it was, he was in Captain America and they were going to use him as the Punisher. But then they saw Purge Anarchy and they realised he is the Punisher in that, essentially. So, they've not bothered. He's in the Purge films. He's the main character of the new one as well, nice. which is called Election Year, funnily enough. Oh, yeah. Released on July 4th, and it's about um, them protecting a senator against some right-wing bigoted people that want to keep the Purge going. 
Fair play. Yeah, which is quite good. News! Last Guardian's got a 2016 release date. Oh, very interesting. Yeah, See nice. if that actually happens. Yeah, that looks good, man. Yeah, it does look good. News! Uh, Harley Quinn film's been announced. <gasps> but even before Suicide Squad's come out, they've announced a Harley Quinn film. It's because of the overwhelmingly positive response to uh, Margot Robbie in the trailers. Yeah, I suppose so. News! News! Um, last one, then. Um, is a big deal for me, but no one else will care here. Uh, has everyone seen the backlash to the new Captain America storyline in the comics? No. no. So, the Captain America number one. For a while, Steve Rogers, well, he still isn't technically Captain America. There's still Sam Wilson, who's the Falcon, is Captain America in the comics at the moment. But Steve Rogers had all his super soldier serum drained, uh, and he was just an old man. Uh, he's recently had his powers restored, uh, and they've started Steve Rogers' Captain America number one this week came out uh, and in it there's a scene where he throws oh god what's his name is it Jack Flag I can't always remember it forgetting that anyway the point is Steve Rogers member of Hydra what yep and apparently has been all along now the internet's gone crazy over this because no one can imagine obviously Steve Rogers joining Hydra even Chris Evans has joined in on it he can't have been a member of Hydra the whole time. Of course time. he hasn't. It's Marvel Comics. They do this every year. Four years ago, uh, Peter Parker died and Dr. Octopus became uh, Spider-Man. Didn't last. But people went crazy over it. One year ago, uh, Bruce Wayne died and Jim Gordon became Batman. He's not Batman anymore. So Bruce Wayne became Batman again. These things happen... Because comics have been going for 70 years and they just, every now and then, they like to mix it up a bit. Mm. Captain America isn't a member of Hydra, Captain America. It's nothing to be concerned about. I'm not concerned at all. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why you chose to save it for last. Yeah, uh, in our so, to make it but, dramatic. but regardless, it, it's interesting. I'm going to buy it. They'll sell a shit ton of comics because it'll be the one where Captain America joins Hydra. Mm. So... Yeah, I mean, it just kind of a rarity, I would imagine. Well, it won't because everyone will buy it. No, but I mean, keeping it pristine. Yeah, you know, yeah. Fan. still won't be worth anything because they'll, they'll they'll know that this will spike and everyone will own one. What will be worth something is that two weeks ago, issue number one of the Black Panther, new Black Panther comic, came out, and he has uh, received a ridiculous amount of of praise for his role in the Civil War film. Mm. So there's a lot of thought that that could be the new Iron Man in the same way that uh, no one really cared about Iron Man before that film came out and then afterwards people went crazy for it. So I own a copy of the new Black Panther number one up there. And even that was like seven quid when I bought it. Nice. So... Fair dues. Yeah. Well, then, so, to be fair, I think you should probably edit my last two news stories in before that. Oh, you've got two more? That's Excellent. Sorry. Yeah, that's, no, no, that's a better story to end on. I, think, oh, well, well, I probably won't, though. So. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, it's just that the second Hitman elusive target has come out. It's a congressman. Yeah. Um, so stop what you're doing, because it's only around for 48 hours. I love that. Um, I quite like that. But there is part of me that kind of goes, what if I'm busy those two nights, <laughs> you know, when I get home from work? Because not everyone who owns... <laughs> owns this game is able to get home to do it so anyway, that's why they're elusive targets Tom. absolutely they are elusive um, I've got the first one yeah I don't know whether I'll be able to get the second one um, HP has also this is my final bit has introduced um, the Omen range of uh, VR ready desktops Ooh. and laptops 
But it is misleading because all the news headlines are saying that it's desktops and laptops that are VR ready, but they're not. It's only one of the desktops in the range. So there is a bit, being a bit misleading. But the uh, the brilliant thing is that the, the desktop at the top of the Omen range has three terabytes of storage Bloody internal, um, which is more than enough you know, in terms of size for what they're thinking for full format VR games. So it's ready. The tech is ready. So if you've got a few thousand... Uh, pounds sitting in the bank, uh, spluff it on a um, on an omen because mm-hmm. that's uh, that's probably see the where it's going. And that's it. Cool news. That's news. Ran over a little bit, I think. A little bit, but it'll be alright. It's fine. After editing, that's very true. Uh, so thank you for listening. We'll be back in a couple of days. Uh, news. Yeah. News. There we go. That's all I've got. Oh, Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>